Hi, and welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhiers. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Yitzhiers, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick! Yay! To send much-needed donations to JRoot Radio, the address is JRoot Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Uh, j Radio can be found on Naki Radio, and it also can be found on jrootradio.com. And at 712-432-4217. Also, you can call in at 718-506-9099. And you could uh, also follow the archives by following the menu at the end of the show if you would like to call in to tell us what you learned. So the number is 718-683-5858. Of course, uh, if you would like to text in for information about how to sponsor a program or to advertise, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. Also, if you would like to text in a story suggestion with all its details, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you are interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhiyerbs for either live storytelling or storytelling on Zoom, uh, and or if you want to hire Rabbi Yitzhiyerbs to do his famous Kayach from the Moyach show, or, or, you know, uh, or you're interested in information on how to learn martial arts lessons or Qigong energy exercises, or if you're interested in art lessons or anything of that nature, you know, uh, for more information, call 718-375-1294. The number again is 718-375-1294. Rabbi Yitzhiyerbs' CDs are in most stores, and if you have a CD that is not in the store, you can call the 718 number 375-1294 to ask for uh, the current list to be faxed or uh, emailed. Rabbi Yitzhiyerbs' books are also on sale in stores, also at your local farmer's store. Okay, hope you don't mind that I did all that. No, it's quite alright, so I guess we could go straight to the story now. Whoops! Uh, before I begin the story, I have to remind myself to remind myself to remember that uh, this show tonight, this uh, story time with Rabbi Yitzhiyerbs, I'm ready! I'm your sidekick! Yes, and you'll see my sidekick. Uh, yes, this show is sponsored as Rafua Shlema for Chaim uh, Yosef Tzvi Ben Sora Miriam and for Rafua Shlema for Rafael Avram Yitzchak Ben Gittel. Now, <coughs> before I start the story, I just want to tell you that I picked the story that I'm about to start for a good reason. Uh, okay, yeah, like, yeah, you know, like, I mean, you know, like the time is ticking, you know, we're going tick-tock, tick-tock. No, it goes... Yeah, whatever, you know what I mean, Rabbi Yerbs? I mean, like, uh, did you ever tell this story before? Uh, well, uh, we'll get to that soon. But I just want to tell you that I picked this story because it's very close uh, to Pesach. And you also the Pesach story, huh? Is it one of those? Actually, um, it's a piece of story, but covered from a different way. As a matter of fact, the incident in the story that I'm going to be talking about never really happened on Pesach. Wow! Uh, 
so why are you telling it? Ah, because did you know that there are people that have a minute, <coughs> excuse me, uh, there are people that have a minute that if, let's say, um, they, um, they survived the nace, uh, meaning, now you confuse me. No, no, relax. Let me rephrase that for you. Okay, better? Uh, okay, let's say, let's put it this way. Let's say, um, you know, like uh, you were in a very bad matzif, and uh, something bad was going to happen, you know, uh, like, uh, like in the times of the Holocaust or something like that. And then you got uh, saved from the Nazis, Yemach Shemai V'Zichrem. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good example. Sure, that is correct. Yes, 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 uh, that, that, that is very correct. Yes, yes, yes. As a matter of fact, um, yes, uh, that would be a great example. Yes, because there are people that when it comes to the say tonight, because since the Chodesh of Nisan is the Chodesh of Geula, yeah, so therefore, what people do is, uh, they have a minig, uh, some, you know, well, especially those who had something happen, that they, especially the Holocaust survivors that uh, do tell over what happened, they tell about the miracles, just like we talk about the miracles when we were slaves in, uh, in Mitzrayim, Tapara in Mitzrayim, right, right, and therefore, we talk about the Yusias Mitzrayim to show our appreciation to HaKadosh Baruch for the miracles he did for us, so it became a minute that during the meal, so while people are eating, you take a break in between, between the singing, between the Divrei Torah, people stick in the stories, of what happened, how they had a bad situation, and how they were rescued. Now, sometimes the situation could be like they were rescued, like in this case. Some of the people that uh, survived because of great, great, great miracles that Hashem performed for them, and they lived to tell it. And then there are those that have a, a situation. Uh, for example, let's say you were walking uh, near a bridge, and all of a sudden a board fell out from the bridge, and boom, you fell into the water. Oh, that could be very cold water. I mean, well, let's see, it's in the summertime even. But nobody's around, and then you don't know how to swim. But I don't know how to swim. I said, but let's say you don't. But I don't. Uh, yes, see. Anyway, so let's say you don't know how to swim. And then you're like, you're stuck out there in the water. Then what happens? Aha! And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, somebody got a flat tire, and he hears you screaming, Help! 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 And he came to rescue you. So then you're going to realize that Hashem made this guy have a flat tire, so he should be the sliach to rescue you. Got it? Oh! So sometimes it's uh, Hashem who saves us uh, 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 from a miracle from our enemies, and sometimes it's like Hasan accent or something like that, right? That's right. So I picked this story, uh, which I'm about to tell. So let me get ready, and here we go. I guess. Okay. So tonight's story is called Two Horses and Quicksand. Two horses and quicksand. You mean like two horses fell in quicksand? Well, yes and no. I mean, yes or no? Well, the two horses in the title has nothing to do with the two horses that fell in the quicksand. I mean, that's two different horses. But there's two horses and there's quicksand. Uh, this one of those riddle type of stories? No, just as an interesting title. Two horses and quicksand. Okay, two horses and quicksand. Take it away, Rabbi Yitzhiyerbs, at story time with Rabbi Yitzhiyerbs. Our story begins many, many years ago. It was in the 1800s. There was a famous tzaddik by the name of Rav Sholom Rokeach. 
and he was known as the Sar Sholem, which is basically called the Malach of Peace, the Angel of Peace. And that's because, obviously, he always tried to make Sholem all over the place. Uh, obviously, has to do with his name, I guess. And pre- whatever. Anyways, um, uh, perhaps has to do with Sforim as well. But anyways, but the point of the matter is, he was a peacemaker. And he was a very, very big tzaddik. And he was born in the year 1781, and he was nifted in the year 1855. If you do the math correctly, that means he lived approximately 74 years old. He was also known as the first Belzerabba, the Ershta Belzerabba. That is correct. Matter of fact, he was very smart, very sharp, and he didn't back down in his beliefs, and he was very stark in his amunim betochen and the shalalem. As a matter of fact, just to give you a little uh, prelude what type of person the Belzerebbe was, uh, there was a time that uh, the governor that took over, uh, being the governor, was a shtiklamin at first, and he called in the Belzerebbe for a meeting, and he told the Belzerebbe, Listen to me, I want you to know that I am like a second Haman. What do you think about that? <laughs> but, but of course, the Belzerebbe didn't even blink his eyelashes twice, which is an expression of saying he wasn't even phased by it. And uh, without even having to, like, think, what should I answer? He was so sharp. He answered very politely, and he said, You know, I want you to know that the first Haman didn't have much muscle either. The first Haman didn't have very good luck either. So if you think you're the second Haman, you should be aware that your luck is not going to be any better. So this person, this governor, was so impressed, he said, You know, I'm very impressed with what you said. You're very firm. You don't back down things you believe. I will change my ways. I will become friendly to you. And instead of doing bad things, I'll work very hard in stopping the persecution of the Jewish people here. And that's what happened. And the bells the Rebbe used to stand in between. Okay, which means he used to help out uh, the Jewish people. I mean, uh, I know, I know. Okay, so now I'll get to the meat and potatoes of the story. Yes, of course. We'll get to the meat and potatoes of the story. It happened once where there was a certain person, don't know the name, so we're going to call him uh, Shlomo Zalman. Uh, I like Chaim Yankel. Oh, okay, uh, Chaim Yankel. But he had a son, Shlomo Zalman. <laughs> he had a son, Shlomo Zalman. How cute. That's right. Anyways, now, uh, according to some versions of the story... Chaim Yankel. Okay, so Chaim Yankel, according to some versions of the story, he was the father of the Chassin. According to some versions of the story, he was the father of the Kala, which we're going to call her, uh, say, Yenta Sprinza. Yenta Sprinza? What a name is that? It's a Yiddish name. Okay, it was very popular in the olden days. Really? Somebody had to walk around with a name like Yenta? Listen. You know, not all things are the way they seem. I'm sure that if somebody had that name Yenta, they were very proud. That they were Yenta? No. Yossi, please. You know, that's insulting. What happens if somebody has a name like Yenta? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. 
Anybody out there with a name Yenta? I apologize. I'm so sorry. I'm sure they must have some good uh, reason why they have such names. Okay, anyways, let's not deviate off the topic and let's go straight to the story. Okay. Anyways, Chamyanko's wife, Rochel, went over to him and said, Now, we're going to go with the version that uh, he was the father of the Hassan. Okay, that's I, I, fine with me. But uh, we know that there's a version that he was the father of the cow. Right. Okay, so anyway, so here's what happened. So Rochel went over, Hey, I'm so happy. Aren't you happy? Of course I'm happy. I'm happy. Why shouldn't I be happy? Think about it for a minute. My son, your son, our son, Shlemethalm, became a Huthin. Ah, wonderful Kalayantas Prince. Ah, heroic. No, no, so of course I'm happy. You want to see me dance? A little bit more levitic, something no gay to the chassin. Oh, yeah. Ah, just soon, ma'am, you all are here. Hey, 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 that our son, Shlema Zalman, became a chassin. Ah, uh, Marshal Jav. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know that already. Why are you telling me this again? Well, it's a nice idea. Of course it's a nice idea. I'm very happy he became a chassin. It's a gewaldic idea that he became a chassin. I am so proud of him. And I'm the proud tate. I hope you're the proud mommy. I hope we have proud kinderlech that are so happy that their brother, uh, you know, Shlomo uh, Zalman became a chassin. All right, now what do you want to tell me? Well, I wanted to tell you that being that our son, Shlomo Zalman, became a chassin, Wait, I said that already. What's going on here? What are you trying to tell me? Spit it out. I don't spit. It's not polite. All right, all right. So what do you want to tell me? Well, I wanted to tell you as follows. It's a nice idea to get a brocha. A brocha? Of course I say a brocha all the time. What, you caught me one time eating something without a brocha? I, I can't believe you accused me of this. I, I, I never in my life, I've been married for so many years, I didn't even want to count it. And you're going to tell me that, I, 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 I can't believe it. No, I didn't say that you didn't make brochos. I said you need brochos. Sure I need to make a brocha. If I eat something, I make a brocha. What's the problem? No, 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 no. You don't understand. Our son became a chassin. Mazel tov, mazel tov. You said that already! Ah, so why are you telling me again? How many times you want to tell us our son became a chassin? Listen, that's not what I want to tell you. I want to tell you it's a good idea to get a brocha, not to make a brocha, to get a brocha! You mean it's a nice idea to get a brocha, but I shouldn't make a brocha anymore before I eat? No, you should make a brocha before you eat! I'm talking about an extra special brocha! Should I make an extra special brocha? After I finish eating... If I'm still hungry, I eat some more. If I eat so much, then I have to maybe bench, depending on what the loches are. And then if I have to, I make a la miche, a boy in the first choice. So that's what I do. I make the broches that I have to do. Ay, 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 what's gonna be with you? What's gonna be with me? 
I'm going to sing and I'm going to dance by the Hashne and I'm going to behave myself by the Chuppe. You're going to see I have the serious look. We're going to march down the aisle. We're going to have our candles that Abdullah left, twice, whatever. I'm going to hold one. You're going to be on the other side unless they have the meaning that only the fathers walk down the horse and the mothers walk down the car. Whatever the meaning is, we're not going to make any problems. We're going to have Shulam Bayez. We're going to march down there. Maybe we'll have that alternate and all right, all right, all right, but that's not what I want. Could you please do me a favor? Hi, I'm uncle. Just listen for a minute. All right, I'm going to take my watch and I'm going to listen now for one minute without interrupting. You so far used up 15 seconds. Wait a second, you're interrupting. Oh, sorry. Okay, now, one, two, three, go. All right. I want you to get a special bracha from a Rebbe, so this way the Chosen and the Kala will be able to build a biased name and be a Yisrael. They'll be able to build a beautiful house and be able to have mamish wonderful kindelach, and they'll have a bracha that should be a Tyrannica house. So you understand what I'm saying? I'm not talking about making a bracha on food. I'm talking about getting a bracha for the Chosen and Kala that everything should work out well. Ah, this kind of bracha. And, uh, you know, I'm not very, very smart in these things, you know, that. unfortunately, listen, you know, I was a farmer all my life, I, uh, you know, I know things, and I know some things, and I know some things I don't know, but anyways, um, what are you saying that, um, uh, you want, uh, that I should do, get a broch, eh, okay, um, but I don't know any particular rabbi. Well, we're not too far from the city of Bells, a kleine Städtel. The small Stettler Bells. Ah, there's a song. My Stettler Bells. Oh, please. Do me a favor. Stop singing and just listen. There's a very big holy tzaddik over there by the name of Rav Sholom Rokeyach, known as the Tsar Sholom. Okay? And I want you to go there and get a brocha. And do me a favor, take the chosen with you, Shleimer Zalman. Eh, Shleimer Zalman, come to a here, come here, please. Uh, yes, Tati, what is it? You know, I'm so happy. This was a great shidduch read to us, right? And I have a wonderful caller by the name of Yenta Sprinzer. I am so proud. And uh, 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 why are you looking at me like that? Well, uh, prepare yourself. Take some food with you. We're going to go on a trip. Uh, before the chasana? But the chasana is not so far away. I know, I know, I know, I know. But your mother says I should get a broche for you and for the kale. We should have a wonderful, wonderful mazel de kechasana. And you and the kale should be, uh, what was those things? To be boy not by his name and be Israel, a tyrannic house. Yeah, whatever your mother said. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, yes, I do. Mother, thank you, Tati. Okay, so uh, who, uh, who are we going for this bracha? Well, um, I was thinking that maybe we should go where your mother said, to the great uh, tzaddik from Bells, Harav uh, Shulam Rekayach, you know. We go to him and we get a nice bracha, okay? Right, I'm asking. Uh, we can start out right now, you know, face whatever. And so, sure enough, listen what happened. They made sure that they had enough food to go on the road. 
and they made sure that they should arrive in time to bells, that they should make a Minchem Meirev Minyan. And after Minchem Meirev, they went in to see the Heilig Etzadik, Arab Sholem Rokeach. Entschuldigt mir, Heilige Rebbe, the next uh, poor mention, the next few people that are coming in, is Eine was Rivzech, his name is Chaim Yanko, and he's uh, bringing his son, which is a Hussein, and his son, Hussein's name is Shloim Zalmin, and they came around for a brocha. They're coming here to get a brocha from the Heilige Tzadik, uh, so, uh, what do you say? Uh, can you see them? I mean, according to the appointment, this is the time for them. Avada, 100%. Send them in. I will see them right away. Shalom Aleichem, Shalom Aleichem. Uh, sit down, don't be afraid. I wait outside. Uh, shalom Aleichem. Uh, uh, shalom, sh- 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 shalom Aleichem. Wow, look at that face. Can I know no wonder why they call him the Sar Sholem. I don't know about peacemaker. I didn't have much uh, much things for that, but uh, I see the face. Mama's like a Sar. Mama's like a Malach. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, uh. So what can I do for you? You're here for a bocha. Oh, and you must be the Hassan. You must be Shloyme Zalman. Uh, yes, that's right. My name is Shloyme Zalman, yes. Oh, uh, thank you. Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov. Okay, now, you come for a bocha, bocha Hashem, it's a gewaltige zach, to get married, and uh, to be able to start a, a, a mamish, a bias, never be a soil. So I give you a za bocha. But, koidem, before I give you this bocha, I want you to know that both of you need to learn how to say vidui. Huh? Vidui? I'm sorry, Grandma, with all due respect, but it's a... Uh, it's not close to the Chodesh of Elul. It's not close to Yom Kippur. Um, so why we need to say Vidoy? And at the present moment, <laughs> I think I like to stick around for a while. Uh, what my father's trying to say is that basically uh, sometimes people say Vidoy also before they are nifted. Like I said before, it's a very good and nice idea to learn how to say Vidoy. Do you know how to say vidui? And and how do you say the Oshamni? I see. And you, Hassan? Well, I I've been working on the farm mostly with my father. I didn't learn that much. I probably would say it's similar. Well, you need to do it better. I need to learn to scream and say with a lot of kavona. So, I want you to say along with me. Oshamni Bogadni Kuzalni Dibani Doifi now practice this part. Eh, I did I die, I die, I die, I die. No, 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 I didn't say that. Uh, listen again. Ay, 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 ay,
Bogani, Kozalni, Debani, Doefi. Let me clean my throat. Yo, 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 he, 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 he. Him, 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 uh, Shamni, Burgani, Gazalni, Dibani, Doifi. Shamni, Burgani, Skipping, go on order. Very good, very good. And so the Heiliger Belzerabba worked with them until he was satisfied they knew it by heart. Until he was satisfied they knew how to shout it out with a lot of kavona. However, they had no idea what this has to do with their bracha or why the Belzerabba said that they should do it. Anyways, for those who don't know, Belz was towards the western part of the Ukraine, along the border of Poland. Anyhow, let's continue back to the story. Wow, this is so exciting. Have you ever noticed I'm not imitating? I mean, I'm not... I'm not I'm, you mean interrupting. Right, I'm not inter- interrupting and whatever uh, so often. Right, because you like the story. Did you ever hear it before? I'm not sure, but uh, whatever it is, you're doing a great job, so I'm not going to interrupt. Okay, that's good to know. Okay, so let me continue over here. What happened was is, they realized when they left the Rebbe, it was pretty late. It's uh, kind of late and dark outside. But you know, I look, do the moonlight, Baruch Hashem, should do the stern, I could see the stars, shine with the levun, and look, the stars are out, and the stars are out, eh, need come problem. We go by the moonlight, we'll follow the stars, we'll know where we're going. Tati, do you think we should stay overnight, perhaps? I would like to stay overnight, but we're not so rich, so we can't afford to pay for our room. And I don't want to be my three or some people so late at night to put us up late at night. It's not so gefährlich. We're not that, that far away. Come, let me get. Hop onto the wagon. All right, here I go. Here I go. Hop onto the wagon. Ah, good, we have good cushion seats. All right. Giddy up, horsey! Let me give a whipping to the horse. Eins, zwei, drei. Ah, no hammer, no hammer. Hee-hee! Come on, whee-hee! All right, go, horsey. A little faster, horsey. A little faster. 
gosh, wonderful, wonderful. Uh-oh. What's that going on over there? Uh, Daddy, it looks like there's a cloud um, coming across, a dark cloud. It's blocking out the moonlight. I mean, can you see where you're going? I see where I'm going. I'm going straight into nowhere. Uh, wait a second. Wait, wait. Horsey, what are you doing? Wait a second. Horsey, wait a second. Slow down. Slow down. Oh, no. Wait, wait. Hold it. Hold it. I wait. I is me. I get a cook. Now the cloud moves away. After we got stuck in the mud, the cloud moves away. Hey, what's the horse doing? Stop jumping up and down. Hey, uh-oh. The horse is jumping up and down. Uh-oh, the two horses are going about Abyssal Michigan. They're going a little crazy. Hello, horsey, what's the matter with you? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The horses are sinking in the mud. This is not regular mud. This is quicksand. Hey, where's me? So what are we going to do? Let's talk here and the wagon. Uh-uh. It's slowly but surely sinking in this mud in the quicksand. Aye, aye, aye. Wait a second. Wait a second. The horses. If we don't get the horses out in the quicksand, then uh, we're not going to be able to pull the wagon out of the quicksand. We can't pull the wagon out of the quicksand. We're not going to get out of here. We're not going to get... Never, never going to get home. So, 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 what are we going to do, Tati? Uh, what's the plan? I mean, you do have a plan, don't you? Yes, I have a plan. Oh, go ahead. Use your plan. Help! No, 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 no. That didn't work, did it? Uh, no, I don't think so. All right. Um, maybe we should get out of the wagon and go carefully and try to lead the horses out of the quicksand. That's not a bad idea, you know. Come on. Eins, zwei, die. Let's step out of the wagon. <laughs> I don't think that was a very, very good idea. I think you're right, Tati. I guess you're right. It wasn't a very good idea. No. Oh, boy. Tati, I don't know how to tell this you, but I think I'm sinking in the quicksand. You don't have to tell me nothing if you don't want to, because I won't tell you if you don't tell me that I'm also sinking in the quicksand. Okay, so let's try to get out. Wait a second. Wait, don't struggle. I remember something funny about quicksand. There's a reason why it's called quicksand. The more you move, the quicker it sinks you. Uh-uh. We're in big trouble. Uh, we cannot get out of here so easily. I mean the quicksand all the way up to my tummy. Oh, Mr. Bochdu, what am I going to do? Uh, 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 it's almost up to my chest. We're going to die. Let's scream for help. Uh, wait, wait a minute. Who's going to hear us here? We're in the middle of a forest. Well, we could try screaming, Help! 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 Anybody coming? Uh, no, I guess not. Except, what? what's that? I think I saw what you saw. It's an owl on the tree. But he's not going to pull us out of here. Uh-oh. Wait a second. Jetzt verstehe ich I understand something. Uh, what, what is it, Tati? What is it that you understand? I understand something very interesting. 
Oi, 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 we're in big trouble, but now I think I understand. The rabbi foresaw that we're going to fall in the quicksand, and he wanted us to do tshuva before we are going to go bye-bye. But that's impossible. The rabbi gave a bracha that I should be born by his name Israel. Yeah, it's pretty hard to do that when you're in quicksand. So, you know what? He did teach us to say a shamni. Okay, this is the end. At least I'm together with you, my son, Shlomad Almin. We are together. So let's sing together uh, Shamni Bagadni and keep repeating it. And they were doing this over and over again. And there was nothing going on. And no noise other than their own vidoy. And the horses were whimpering. Take it easy, Hoshee. If I could teach you how to say a shamni, I would do it. I wonder, can the horse pick out its hoof out of the quicksand and clap with shamni, hit his chest over there and go, Oh, shamni, bogadni, go shamni. I don't know if he could do that or not. You know what? Maybe we're not davening strong enough. The rabbi said we should scream. So let's scream. And they kept doing it louder and louder, and they were screaming, their heads off screaming, and they kept doing this, and it was just simply amazing. But it sounded like no one heard them. And then suddenly the son said, uh, 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 Wait a second, Tati, I, I, I think I just heard something. I, I, I think I just heard something. Yeah, what did you hear? And both of them stopped saying Oshamnu for a second. And suddenly they heard a voice say, yeah, Please, don't stop. Hello, wherever you are, please continue. I'm going to come to help you. Come on, say that funny song again. Hi, did a bumpy bye bye, ya die die die, whatever it is, you know. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, sing, sing, wherever you are, I'm gonna come to help you. Hashem is sending a malach. Louder, louder. And they were getting loud. And suddenly they heard from a distance, I'm coming! I'm coming! I'm coming! Huh, sounds like a, a horse is coming. With, uh, uh, watch this. Uh, 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 oh my goodness, there's a horse coming. Uh, uh, hello, over here. Uh, Tati, try not to wave so much. If you shuckle your body too much, you're going to start sinking lower. Now you tell me. It's almost up to my neck. Hello, help, help. Ay, 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 Shamni. I'm coming. One second. Don't panic. I'm uh, right here. And I got rope over here. 
You should look at this. The guy had to know he has rope, and he comes with the horse, and he's in his pajamas. <laughs> Excuse me, mister in the pajamas. What's your name? My name is Peter, but don't worry. I got rope here. Now, listen, I'm going to first throw it over the tree for leverage like this. Okay, now, uh, grab the rope and uh, make a knot on the bottom of the rope. If it's, you can't wrap it around the waist, hold on by the knot, and then I will go with my horse, and then I will pull you right out of the mud, the, the quicksand, okay? Uh, hold on now. You got it? I got it. Uh, you got it? I got it. Uh, horsey, you got it? <laughs> you don't have it. Uh, first save us, okay? We come before the fedlock, okay? Eins, zwei, drei, give us step, give us sheep off, you know? Pull us, pull us, pull us, come on, slip, slip. All right, one, two, three. <laughs> and suddenly, they began to be pulled right out of the quicksand. Ah, what an ordeal. Whee! Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Wow. Ay, 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 ay. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. That was close. Can you save our horses? Uh, yes, of course. I could save your horses, too. Okay. Uh, let me just wrap a lasso around here. I'm going to put a lasso. One, two, three. And he lassoed the two horses. And he pulled the two horses out using the leverage around the tree. And the horses shook off all that mud all around them. And then, of course, he pulled out the wagon. And they were ready to go. And suddenly, excuse me, pardon me. Anschuldigt mir, excuse me. Very interesting man. Uh, I have a couple of questions I hope you don't mind to answer. If I could answer your question, I will. Okay, so what's your question? Uh, what is a person like you doing such a late hour in the night time, and you're in your pajamas, and you happen to be riding a horse, and you happen to be carrying lots of heavy rope, and you happen to come where we are? How did you know this? Go. You think uh, I, I don't know things? <laughs> I uh, am a shagitz, a goy, like you know what I mean? But I'm big hosted of Belzerebe. Huh? You're a big hosted of the Belzerebe, but, but you're a, you're a shagitz, you're a, you're a goy. Yes, yes, but the Belzerebe told me to come here. Huh? What, 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 are, you, what, are, what are you talking about? Yes, you see, what happened was like this. The Bill's Rebbe, he come to me in dream. What's the Rebbe coming to you in a dream? Oh, first uh, you have time. Well, while we're drying up by the fire, you know, I mean, might as well, you know. I mean, I lit a fire, I hope you don't mind, <laughs> to dry up. All right, no problem. You can drink coffee if you want also. It doesn't matter to me. Anyways, listen. So, what happened is like this. I used to work for the great poets. Uh, you know his name? Uh, there's a lot of poets in there. There are a lot of squires. I mean, which uh, squire uh, are, are you talking about? 
Oh, I used to work for Poritz Grubacnik. Anyways, Grubacnik was a very wealthy person. And this uh, Poritz, he have, uh, how you call it, uh, two very nice, beautiful, beautiful, fantastic, unbelievable fedlach. That's what you Jewish people call it. Horses? He had two horses? A Poritz, as rich as he is? All he had was two horses? No, of course not. He had much more than that. But these like two horses, uh, they were like white horses, very special, uh, I think they call them Arabian stallions, I don't know, whatever it is, very expensive horses, you know. So, let me tell you, so what happened is, I used to be serving for uh, uh, Grubatsnik, and uh, I was in charge of taking care of stable where horses were. But, you know, I not sleep in the stable, because that's where the horses stay. I go to sleep in the room. But one time, in middle of night, there were people that break in to the barn. Alright. No, no make noise. Yeah, I don't make noise. Okay. Now, let's uh, open the lock very carefully. I think that the door is open enough. Yes, it is. Okay, now, listen. Let's go carefully to the... Ah, there they are. We don't even have to look for them. They stand out. They're very white horses. Okay, now, uh, take the thing, wrap it around their mouth so they can't make any noise. Yes, of course. I don't do that. I wrap it around their mouth. Okay. Now, quietly, let's lead them out of the barn. All right. Now, come, let's go into the forest, to the secret place where we have. <laughs> we could make a fortune on these horses. <laughs> and so, what happened is, I don't know who, how many people it was, but these people, they come... Uh, we know at least two people because we saw footprints, but uh, the porters don't believe. Yeah, I'm not sure I follow. Yeah, I'm not sure I follow either. Well, you see, the next morning, the porters, he get up. <laughs> All right, it's time for a nice ride on one of my beautiful white horses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, Peter, come here. Yes, sir, I'm right here. What is it for you that I can do? All right. Uh, saddle up my white horses. Uh, both of them? Well, try one for now. One I'll ride now, and one I'll ride after lunch. Okay, come. Go and set it up. Yes, sir, right away, sir. So I go to the barn. I open up the door. You know, a big door, whatever. Anyways, I open up the door. And I look to the back where the bar, where, where the horses were, you know, in the back of the barn. And I see the horses not there. So I come back uh, to the porridge and I say, the, Mr. Poritz, uh, Poritz uh, Grubachnik, um, uh, uh, good morning. Good morning. We already did this before. What is the problem? Where is the horse? I told you to get my horse ready. Yes, of course. Uh, you told me to get horse ready... And uh, I, um, how you say, uh, I went to get horses. And? in horses, not there. What are you talking about? Guards, guards, get over here. 
Get over here immediately. Yes, sir. We're right here. What can we do for you? Yes, sir. We're right here. What's the problem? What's the problem? <sighs> My servant Peter says the horses are not here. Go see if that's true. Yes, sir. Run away, sir. Come, let's go. Yes, we're going right away, sir. And so... What happened was the two of them checked for themselves. They didn't take my word for it. The horses were gone. So I said, eh, Put it. You know that your uh, horses are very expensive and special type horses. Uh, probably somebody came in steal the horses. He get very angry. Very angry again. <laughs> somebody steals my horses. Who would be foolish enough to do that? I could chase him from one end of the world to the other. I am so rich I have the means to chase him all across the world if I have to. Now what are you talking about? Nobody could have stole these horses and gotten away with it. These horses would have made noises when they were taken out of the barn. How could somebody steal these horses so quietly? It must be that it was an inside job. Uh, what does you mean, inside job? You, Peter. You stole it. Lock up Peter in the jail. Put him in my dungeon. I thought I could trust you as a servant. Ha! But no. You lie to me. You try to get my trust. And when the right opportunity comes, you can make a lot of money. You steal my horses. And you still have the nerve to show your face here to pretend it's not you. Who else could have done it but you? Lock him up in the dungeon. And truly decides to tell me where the horses are. And so... He locked me up in the dungeon for a few days. Then he realized the horses not come back by itself. And I not say anything. Because really I don't know where the horses are. So he comes up with another solution. He says to me, All right, Peter. I tell you what. I'm going to send my two soldiers with you. They're going to guard you. And you're going to find my horses. If you don't find my horses within one week... Then that'll be the end of you, Peter. Do you understand? Yes, I kind of understand. Oh, boy, what do I do? I don't know what to do. All right, come with me. All right, remember, any funny stuff. I will take care of you. Got that? Yes, I got that. Okay, come. And so we're traveling for days upon days, and it's getting closer to the, you know, time period, and I still not find the horse. And then all of a sudden, I come to this little, uh, what Jewish people call shtetl, and inside the shtetl there is the, how you say, holy rabbi. And I hear about him. Even uh, Gentiles like me, we know about this holy rabbi. Many Gentiles come ask him advice too. So I tell the soldiers, listen, do me a favor. Holy Rabbi here, maybe he can help me out, yes? Okay, so tell me, can I go? You stay over here and watch me, okay? So they let me go. All right, we'll be right out of here. Try any funny stuff and you're finished, you understand? Don't try any funny stuff. <laughs> I don't try funny stuff, I don't got a feather to tickle you. <laughs> okay, anyways, so I knock on the door. Uh, the Rebbe comes to see me. I mean, I come to see the Rebbe. The Rebbe not come to see me. I see the Rebbe. The shamans let me go in. The Rebbe see me, whatever. Anyways, so the Rebbe said to me, Listen to me. 
I will tell you like this. You will travel to Kiev, and in three days you're going to find the horses in the marketplace. Do you understand? And then you will get back your horses. But I need from you a favor. Me? Favor? What can I do, Rabbi? First of all, I don't even know if this is really going to happen. I am helping you. With Hashem, with Hashem's help, you're going to find the horses in three days in Kiev. Now listen to me. You have to stop being a Soyne Yisrael. I'm not... Uh, what is it? You cannot hate Jewish people. I don't really hate them. I know. But you now have to change your ways and not stand aside. Even though you didn't hate Jewish people, but if something happened, you didn't stand up for them either. You didn't try to protest. From now on, you have to be a friend of Jewish people. You have to be an Oyev Yisrael. And listen to me. When the time comes that a Yid, a Jew, needs your help, you have to go help. Do you understand? Yes, if this happens, I will be more than happy to do that. Three days, Kiev. Okay, no problem. Okay, guards, listen to me. Take me to Kiev. In three days, we find horses. Are you so positive about this that you could think you find the horses there? <laughs> Come on, don't be ridiculous. Who told you that? Uh, the only rabbi. I trust him. And sure enough, he went to Kiev, just like he said. And so, Peter continued the story. So, what happened was, I come to Kiev, and here I am in Kiev, you understand? I'm there in Kiev, and I'm waiting there, and we camp out, uh, you know, the special funds go to motel. Anyways, uh, you know, because the poor is to pay for expenses. In three days, market in Kiev, I say to the guards, come, let's go to market, we find horse. Well, you better be right about this. And so we come to the marketplace, and we hear somebody screaming, uh, Arabian horse, a stallion, for sale, uh, 110,000 rubles, 110, it's a prize horse, I'm telling you, it's a horse that you'll never find before. Yeah, that's right. Oh, they're the horses. I could see. Excuse me, very interested in buying horse. Ah, very good, very good, very good. But first we look over horse. Uh, 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 sure, go right ahead. Uh-oh, I don't like this. Aren't those the pirates' guards? Uh, yes, they look like the pirates' guards. You know, while they're looking over the horse, I think we should uh, hightail it out of here. Good idea. Very good. Um, um, uh, all right, they're looking over the horse, and uh, let's get out of here. And of course, the two of them ran away. And then, as Peter continued his story, So, okay, I'm looking at the horse. This is what I tell them. I look at the horse. This has the seal, the, the emblem, the branding mark from our opponents. They run away. Hey, see, they knew we catch them. See, it wasn't me. You're so right. I'm going to tell this to the pirates. And so they bring me back home. See, so I'm coming back home. And I come to the pirates. And I bring them back the horses. What? Are you guys telling me that he didn't steal the horses? The horses were stolen by two other people? But as you were looking over the horses, they escaped? 
Yes, sir, that's exactly what happened. Yes, sir, that's exactly what happened. Hmm, very interesting. But you got back my horses. And, Peter, I am so, so sorry. I didn't mean to accuse you. But unfortunately you did. Well, you're free to go. You don't have to be my servant. But you know what? I'd like to give you a reward for helping me find my horses. So here's a thousand rubles. And do as you pleased. Well, first of all, it's very hard for me to work for you anymore because I have bad feelings. So I thank you for the thousand rubles and I go my way. Go. You have my blessings. <laughs> I'm sorry I accused you. Yes, after you lock me up in the dungeon with all those rats and these uh, cockroaches and all those little bogies in there. Yes, sure, sure, sure. Easy for you to say now. Anyways, I leave, have thousand rubles. I buy a small place to stay, still have plenty money left. I buy a horse and wagon. I become wagon driver. And before you know it, I'm doing good business. And uh, a while passes by, and then tonight... I was so tired. I had a lot of business today. And I went to my bed and I was sleeping. You understand? I was going... Then all of a sudden, I start to have a dream. You had a dream and you went with that music. No, but it makes good effect. Anyways, so, what happened was this. <laughs> what happened was this, you went, <coughs> no, no, no. I sleeping, and then the bells are rebel. He come to me and dream. And he shakes me and he says, wake up, Peter, wake up, wake up. So in my dream, I wake up. <laughs> yes, sir, who is calling me? Oh, Rabbi, how nice of you. What are you doing here? Rabbi, it's so good to see you. Eh, what are you doing in my dream? You remember when I helped you? You gave your word that you'll be an Oyev Yisrael. You love Jews and you will help them in time of need. Yes, of course I remember. You saved my life. I, I could have died in the hands of the porridge. But instead, in the end, I get back his horses. He give me thousand rubles. I start new life. It's great. So, what can I do for Rabbi? I need you. There are two Eden who are lost in the forest. And they need your help. You have to help them. They are stuck in quicksand. Oh, Rabbi. I am so tired. Had very bad day. I go help them tomorrow morning, okay? I'm going to turn off my bed and go to sleep. <laughs> so, I try to go to sleep, you understand? As I try to go to sleep, suddenly the rabbi is shaking me. It felt so real. He's shaking me. And I wake up. <laughs> what? What? And the rabbi's voice say, You must go now. They need your help now, not later. Oh, please. I'm so tired. I'm going to help them in the morning. You will need a big, strong rope. And you need a very strong heart. So, as I say, the rabbi very, very persistent, okay? And the rabbi shake me and he says, No, 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 you have to go. Uh, that's the way the rabbi... No, he said like, No, 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 no. So the, the, the rabbi, he tell me to go. And then I get up. And I say, Oi, oi, oi. 
I got to find my boots. I got to do this. And I hear the voice. No, no, no. So quickly I just go in my pajamas. I just grab my boot, put it right over. I grab the most heaviest rope I have. And I go on my horsey and I gallop as fast as I can. And so the horse is coming and coming. And I say to myself as I'm riding the horse, I slow down. One second. I'm going to help two Jewish people that are stuck somewhere like Rabbi say. But problem. <laughs> I don't know where the people are. How am I supposed to find them? I don't know. And so here I am stuck in the woods. And I'm trying to find two people that are lost. And I don't know what to do. And all of a sudden, I hear a crazy type of screaming, a song like I never heard before. And it gets louder. And I hear another voice going, and I hear this voice, and then I stop, and then I tell them, Yes, try to do more, I am coming! Uh-huh, and that was you. It's an amazing song. Do you see that? Has Gesenas asked, Did you ever see something like that? This this Belzerebbe has Ruach HaKadosh. Did you see? He knew that we'd be in trouble. But he told us Yasham knew. Because the only reason why we were shaykh to be saved, because we really thought we were going to die. So we really sang Vida with a lot of Kavana and screaming our heads off. And then, because we did that, this man here, what did you say your name was? My name is Peter. Right. This Peter fella, very interesting person. So this Peter guy, uh, he go over and he he come to rescue us. He he save us. Unbelievable. I I I I can't believe it. It's it, it's unreal, unreal, unreal. Shuashliach of Hashem. It's amazing. Now I understand something more about you, Rabbi. Uh, uh, what do you mean? You see. I realized that my horses got stolen so that I should be, what you say? A shliach. Right, messenger. So I become messenger for him to save you. And this way, uh, uh, I don't know why. And, and because my son, Shlomazam, is going to get married. It's going to be Zeichet to build a bias name and be Israel. What did the rabbi say? Yeah, Omen, Omen, yes, yes, yes. Very good. Uh, very, very good. And so, what ended up happening was that these two people went on their separate ways, meaning that uh, Chaim Yankel and his son Shlema Zaman went back home and they understood some of the strange advice, some of the strange ways of the Heligabel Zareba, that even though he said something didn't make sense, but it sure did in the long run. And so therefore, this person was looking for two horses, he had no idea what these two horses were all about and why they had to be lost. And the Eden had no idea why they got stuck in quicksand. So that's why you call two horses in quicksand. That's right. Because in the end, they do have what to do with each other. Because everything falls into a plan, not our plan, but in a plan of Hashem. 
Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. Did you realize that? Yeah, she is getting late. I know. I got a little carried away with the story, and I didn't look at the watch. And uh, I got to go now, so until next week. So I guess I want to wish everybody they should have a wonderful Shabbos. This is Shabbos HaChodesh, Rosh Chodesh, Shabbos Rosh Chodesh. We're getting closer and closer to Pesach. Wow, I can't believe it. So everybody, uh, make sure you have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos. And Rosh Chodesh, goodbye.